0: Pick our Bibles up as is our custom and lift them up and wave them around, make Jesus glad, the devil mad. Let's say this together. Say, Heavenly Father, it's on purpose that I've tuned in to live stream. It's midweek. It's time to be refreshed in kingdom priorities. It's time to be renewed in the spirit of my mind with the Word of God. I thank you tonight that the Holy Ghost is using the Word to build my faith. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10. We'll start reading with verse 1. 1 Corinthians ten one. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you uh, should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them or that went with them, and that rock was Christ. Verse 13, there hath no temptation taken you, but such as common to man, but God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. And so uh, tonight I wanted to share a message entitled Red Sea Revelation. Red Sea Revelation. I am just happened to be reading in Exodus 14 this very day. So that's kind of the inspiration for this message. I like to just give you what I get. And uh, this Red Sea revelation is, is, is something that I got revealed to me way back, you know, many years ago, 30-plus years ago. It doesn't really matter how long ago the revelation came to me. It's still timeless. It's just the Word of God is eternal. And, uh, you know, we all have our Red Seas. By, by that, I mean immovable, seemingly immovable obstacles, seemingly impossible circumstances, and, you know, just like the children of Israel, there's great pressure at the brink of the Red Sea. Now, what will you do? You know, will you respond? How will you respond? Uh, and so uh, this message has got uh, facts, five facts. is the number of grace. You know, God's got enough grace for you to get past any obstacle and through any circumstance you know and uh, and so he said, I don't want you to be ignorant about these uh, situations that arise in your lives called red Seas I mean the Red Sea is just an, is an example of one thing that happened but we, we go through those things and that's God's plan is for us to go through them and not to be you know stymied by them So we need a red sea revelation. Five facts to keep in mind, don't ignore. And so we'll get started with number one. The presence of God does not leave you at the Red Sea. You know, and you might as well turn back to Exodus 14 because we're going to be looking uh, at that chapter which deals with their passing through there, their journey out of Israel and to the Red Sea. And uh, it says the presence of God, that Point number one, fact number one, the presence of God doesn't leave you at the Red Sea. I mean, you know, sometimes when we come up against obstacles, we feel all alone. We feel like we're abandoned. We feel like God forgets. See, that you got to quit thinking about it that way, and you've got to quit giving in to your emotions that way. The fact is that God hadn't left you. You know, it says here in Exodus 13, that uh, the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud it lead them by the way and by night in a pillar of fire uh, to give them light, uh, to go by day and night. And he took not away the pillar of the cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. So that went all the way and accompanied them all the way to the Red Sea. There it was. And when you keep reading there, in, in uh, chapter 14, verses 19 and 20, that cloud, once they got to the Red Sea and the Pharaoh's army caught up with them, oh, I, you know, they were really upset. They were crying out. They were, why did you lead us out here? You know, And uh, that cloud went behind them and stood between them and Pharaoh's army all that night. And it was uh, light and comfort to Israel all that night but it was torment and confusion to the enemy. And so it's the same with you. I mean, you know, God hadn't forsaken you when you've come through a a situation. You know, just know that his presence is there. Never gonna leave you, never gonna forsake you. And uh, and he led them through that obstacle. Uh, The second fact that we need to think about is, and again, These things, according to 1 Corinthians 10, uh, 11, are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the age have come. They're they're written for our warning. They're they're examples to us. I like the word ammunition. (laughs) They're written for our ammunition. (laughs) We've got ammunition if we'll just pick it it up and put it in our gun. (laughs) And so uh, at the Red Sea, we discover what's really inside of us. But the bible says in in uh, uh, cha- uh chapter fourteen verse 10 that they provoked him, they provoked him they they were uh, they were crying out and they were they, they were just all worried about it. Psalm 106 seven said they provoked him at the Red Sea. Is there provocation or praise at the Red Sea? Is there fear or faith at the Red Sea? Is there sweet or bitter? You know, when you put pressure on people, you know what's on the inside. Whatever whatever pressure people are under, you can tell what they're made of by what comes out. Is it sweet or is it bitter? (laughs) Is it orange juice or lemon juice? (laughs) So uh, that's a good time to check up on yourself. You know, when you come up against something that looks bad, it, it appears bad and all of that, let's make sure, that we don't provoke God, let's speak words of faith. Let's speak words of praise, not for the trouble, but for the fact that we're going to get through it. And uh, the third fact I want to point out <clears throat> is that we must press into His presence at the Red Sea. I, I like this verse in First Corinthians chapter 10. They were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They were baptized unto Moses. They were baptized. Think about that word, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 2. They were all baptized, an entire nation. Three million plus people baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And, and so the cloud was the glory. And Moses was a type of Christ. Moses was their deliverer. And Moses then would stand for the word. They were all, they all pressed into the word and the spirit when they were at the Red Sea. I mean, it was kind of, they, you know, they didn't maybe know that's what they were doing, but that's how God, God put them in position to be baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And the sea is the difficulty. So every difficulty we've ever been, the Bible says that Jesus was tempted in all points like as we are, and yet without sin. He, he knows what we're going through. He knows the temptations that we face when we're under pressure, and he is there to make a way out for us. In fact, John 16, said, you know, in the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good courage. I've overcome the world. I have deprived of of his ability to harm you. I have conquered it for you, the Amplified says. So no matter what you're facing, Jesus has faced it already, see. So you see yourself as, uh, you're baptized into Christ. I mean, you're baptized into everything he went through. If he went through it, you went through it. If he went to hell, you went to hell. If he was raised from the dead, you were raised from the dead. If he is seated at the right hand of the Father, you're seated at the right hand of the Father. We're totally identified with our deliverer. And so when we when we consider that, then we're not uh, so unnerved. We don't allow the devil to see us sweat, <laughs> And so that's a good time to hear instruction. You know, at that point in time, uh, God told His, told Moses, tell my people to go forward. <laughs> and I always laugh when I see that because when Moses told them that, the Red Sea hadn't been parted yet. And so they're, you know, tell my people to go forward. And they did have to go forward. You know, it took some courage to go out there. Just think about that water congealed on either side. I don't know how far up it went. I don't know if it was 20 foot deep, 30 foot deep, five foot I don't know how deep it was, deep enough to drown Pharaoh and his army. And so it was deep. Uh, you know, people try to say, oh, it's a reed sea. It's just shallow there. No, that's, you know, baloney. That's, it was deep enough to drown Pharaoh and his army and all the horses and the chariots. And that, you know, this, it was deep. And so it took courage for them to go down in there. It's, it's, it's a supernatural deliverance, but they had to have enough faith to follow Moses and, and, and identify with Moses, so they did. And so God gave them that way of escape. And see, that's what happens when we press into God's word and God's spirit, when we're at the brink or in, we're at facing something that looks bad listen, that's the time to press in because that's where you're going to hear instruction. That's where you're going to get strategy from the Lord. He's going to give you what it is that you need to make a way of escape. God is faithful. He won't allow anything to happen to you without providing the grace to get through it and to give you a way of escape. So these five facts to keep in mind, we all go through things. We all go through seeming impossibilities, but You know, I found that uh, all these years ago when God just me my normal reading, I mean, I just started getting revelation. I sat down at my desk. I forgot what house I was living in at the time. But boy, I started writing all this stuff down, writing it all. And I've been preaching this for almost 40 years now, this message that I'm preaching. In fact, the first time I preached, well, the second time I preached at Lakewood, I preached this message. And uh, and so... uh, well, you may you you preach this. I preach stuff over and over. God's you know delivered delivered me from the fear of repetition. <laughs> revelation is revelation. So, um, you know the presence of God doesn't leave you. We discover what's inside us at the brink. We have to press into His presence when we face these red seas. Number four. Now we're up on number four. We must use our kingdom authority at the Red Sea. You know, in in Exodus 14, 16, God told Moses, he said, stretch out your rod. Get up on your feet, stretch out your rod. And and so uh, he had to uh, obey God. And of course he knew what his rod was, his rod of authority. That's the same rod that he threw down at Pharaoh's presence and turned into a snake. And it's the same rod that he touched the waters and turned them into blood. It's the same rod, it's a rod of authority. And so we have to use our kingdom authority. God doesn't doesn't expect us to be whining and crying and asking Him to do it. No, we've got authority to deal with whatever the obstruction or the uh, circumstance is. Stretch out your rod. What's that? What is the rod? Jesus' name, the name of Jesus, and uh, and command the hindrance to remove. You know, in Psalm 106, 9, it says that God rebuked the Red Sea and it dried up. It rebuked the Red Sea and it dried up. Well, actually, when you read Exodus 14, God didn't really do it. Who did it? Moses did it. Moses rebuked the Red Sea. Moses rod. So, you know, we're God's representative on the earth. So when we rebuke it, it's the same as if God rebuked it. You know, remember I remember Jesus rebuking uh the fever and peter's mother-in-law he rebuked the fever and it left Uh, it left see it didn't go the fever uh went down no it didn't say that it says it left the fever left just like it's a person you know your your obstacle is like a enemy it's like a person and when you rebuke it it dries up and blows away You can rebuke something in the name of Jesus and have just as much effect as as if God did it because he gave you the name of Jesus to use. I hope you're getting something out of this. I give you a good checklist. Sometimes we need to to have something to refer to because our minds are reeling. Sometimes we get a bad report. Sometimes we get things that are looking, you know, they look, we're not called to go by how things seem or how things look. We're We're called to walk by faith, not by sight. All right, and so the last one is we must pass through the Red Sea. You don't just stay there and camp out. You don't live there. You pass over. That's exactly what the children of Israel did. They passed over. And it says, before it ever happened, he told Moses, he said, I'm I i want, I'm going to get honor on Pharaoh in this whole process. I'm going to get honor on Pharaoh. How was it that he got honor? Well, Pharaoh tried to cross the Red Sea. After the children of Israel went through, he went after them. And when he went after them, God sent angels to make it hard for them to, their chariot wheels wouldn't move and they got stuck. And the next thing you know, the water closed in on them and they all drowned. God got honor on the devil or Pharaoh see whenever we defeat the devil and his obstacles God gets honor and I'll tell you something else people are watching you know this happened all these thousands of years ago and it's been it's the greatest miracle in the in the Old Testament is the parting of the Red Sea that was so dramatic they talked about it and talked about it it went went from generation to generation to generation to generation until we have it today it's preserved in the bible and so but before it was written down in the bible it was it was it was written down by moses in the first five books of the bible it's been here all these thousands of years and that's what god wants wants our life to be a testimony he wants there are people watching and we don't even know they're watching us. and when we overcome the Red Seas in our life, I'm telling you it's a witness that Jesus is alive and he's a good God. and then at the same time devil gets shame and judgment. And so let's look here at Exodus 14 verse 31. At the end of all this, you know and the whole the whole story, they they crossed over uh, through the sea. Pharaoh and his army drowned. And in verse 31, Exodus 14, 31, it says, Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians, and the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. So the fear of the Lord and faith in God increased when they overcame their Red Sea, and it's the same thing. I mean, the Red Sea revelation will conduct you over the hindrances that you face in your life and you'll pass over on dry ground you will not drown in in the sea you will not get stuck in quicksand you will go over on dry ground if you'll just embrace the facts of the red sea revelation come on lift your hands tonight and receive this just be encouraged this holiday time you know we've got christmas coming up and I know some of you are concerned about your finances. You know, it's, it's, listen, I tell you, God's got the answer for you.